Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled working mother who hit snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can follow a nutrition plan that supports their goals, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of their to-do list, and go to bed feeling fantastic about the day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle, and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. Now on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It's Carol Perlman, and I'm so glad you joined me for another episode. As promised last week, today, I'm talking about managing alcohol consumption over the holidays. I know for some people, this becomes front and center um, as it's it's something that is going to, for many people, be present. There are going to be holiday parties and dinners and gatherings and alcohol for some Families and friend groups can be a big part of it. And if you are trying to work on your health habits, it's going to be something to think about so you can go into these events with intention and stay on track with your goals. So I did an episode last year on this and I thought it was super relevant today. And so I'm going to replay replay it for you. And I hope you find it to be valuable. And as always, I would love to hear what's helpful and what you're able to implement and um, just what your thoughts are after hearing it and how that helps you craft a plan for your own healthy habits. So here it is, the replay of strategies for staying on track with your alcohol use over the holidays. Enjoy it. And I'll be back next week. I'm here today by myself talking to you about how to get through the holidays and regulate your alcohol consumption because that is going to play an important role in staying on track with your overall health goals. I know for a lot of people, the holidays, you know, they're so fun and we don't in any way want to take away the fun, but at the same time, they have the potential to really derail your health goals. And I truly believe that it is possible to experience the holidays, have fun, enjoy being with the people that you're with, because at the end of the day, that's really what's most important. And this year, we are so excited to be able to celebrate with more people than we were able to last year. And so it's truly a wonderful holiday and going or going crazy or overdoing it on alcohol does really does not have to be a big part of the holiday and you can still have a wonderful celebration. So I wanted to give you some specific strategies to think about and start planning as we go into the holiday season, as we go into Thanksgiving and then all the other holidays coming up. And I want you to really think about how do you want things to go? Do you want to stay on track with your goals if you've been working really hard to establish better habits? Do you want to continue with that? Do you want to do even better and maybe put some new habits in place? Or are you okay letting yourself just go all out crazy and then dealing with it in January or perhaps further in the future? I really hope that last option isn't your choice because I think it just makes it harder If you just really let it all go for the next uh, four or five weeks and then try to pick up the pieces in January and get back on track. So 
I hope that you can find a middle, a middle of the road solution where you keep going with your healthy habits and you put some of these strategies in place to contain your alcohol consumption. And that way you're in a great place uh, come January, come the new year to keep going and set new goals. So let's talk about it. So there are a couple of reasons why it is going to be helpful to monitor your alcohol intake. And it really comes down to two things. So one is the alcohol itself. So if you think about it, if you're having a holiday meal, if you're at a party, there's probably going to be food and there are going to be beverages. So food is going to be one thing to manage, which we talked about last week. Um, and you'll make some of the similar decisions about that. But then there's also alcohol. So alcohol, if unregulated, can add on to whatever has happened on the food side of things. It could add on in terms of calories. It can add on in terms of um, just excess. You know, if you've had more food than you normally do at a meal, and now you're having a couple of drinks, now you're adding on more calories from those drinks, it's, it's really just abundance. It's more than your body can handle. It's going to create a surplus, which your body can't use, which is going to store as fat. So again, we're, we talked about food and making some decisions about that, but I want you to think about alcohol and where is that middle of the road place for you? Can you think about a way where you can still enjoy some drinks and enjoy your event, but not go crazy so that you're really creating more work for yourself in the future? So the alcohol in itself is important to control because it's going to add an excess um, amount of calories that then you're going to have that you're going to store, you're going to have to deal with. But then the other problem is that most of us know when you've had a few drinks, your your resolve tends to go away, your filter tends to crumble, and um, you know cravings emerge, appetite changes, level of hydration changes, creating other cravings. And so alcohol in and of itself can also lead us to seek additional food that we normally wouldn't have if we weren't drinking. And so then it becomes a situation where it's not just the alcohol itself that's leading to ex excess. It's also it's the alcohol in the cravings um, or the, the additional food that it is leading you to eat that's going to create a double excess. And so that is really why it is so important to make some decisions about what you want your alcohol intake to be, and then put some strategies in place so that you can stick to that and be successful with whatever your goal has been. Again, I'm going to reiterate my point that the main goal is going to be to enjoy these holidays and enjoy the functions and really focus on the people and the gratitude that we have that we're able to be together in some capacity this year and have fun and really enjoy that and make that the focus of attention rather than the excess in alcohol. So let me get into my tip number one, which is going to be to make some guidelines for yourself, make some decisions before you go into an event about how you want your drinking to play out. So maybe you pick a number of drinks that you have in mind. Are you going to allow yourself one, two, three? I really wouldn't recommend more than that. Um, but, you know, that's, that's an individual decision. Um, but make that decision in advance. How many, how many drinks do you want to allow yourself? And then we'll get into how do you stay true to what that goal was. You know, maybe when you think about them together, they're gonna be, there's going to be the food temptation and then there's going to be the alcohol temptation which would you prioritize one over the other? Would you rather have a little more leeway with your food and pass up some of the drinks? Or would you rather have a little more leeway with your drinks and pass up on some of the food? Although, of course, we all know that that can lead to an interesting situation. So you want to balance your alcohol consumption with, you know, 
keeping food in your stomach to help offset that. Um, but think about, you know, which really feels like the greater treat for you. And do you want to emphasize having some, you know, extra compared to what you normally would have in which category? So that's one decision to make is, are you going to enjoy food more? Or are you going to enjoy your alcohol more? And then if you're going to enjoy your alcohol, what's your limit? How many drinks are you going to try to stick through for the night? Make that decision in advance, write it out, maybe even tell someone about it. Tell the people that you're with, this is my goal. This is what I'm holding myself to and feel free to remind me about that. So that's step number one is making that decision in advance. So then how do you stick to that as the event goes on? So one sneaky little strategy, and by the way, I want to preface this by saying that I had this topic on my mind um, that I wanted to have this uh, record this podcast to follow up on the one that I'm that I did on um, your food um, and kind of staying on track with your food over the holidays. But then I happened to read this great article on my fitness pal. I don't know if anyone else subscribes to their newsletter, but they I have to give them a shout out. They are really great. I happen to use my fitness pal for tracking. And when you sign up with them, you also get their newsletter and there's, it's so informative. They have great articles on all sorts of topics. And so they happen to post this article about monitoring and uh, containing your alcohol use over the holidays. And so some of these tips that I'm sharing today come from that great article. And then some of the commentary, of course, comes from my um, own experience working with people trying to help them stay on track with their habits. So um, trick number two is going to be to pour yourself half a glass at a time. You know, when you think about the standard amount for a glass, what you, you have to really compare, what do we actually pour versus what is truly one serving, whether it's beer, wine, or any kind of mixed drink. So, you know, just like we talk about eating your food on smaller plates, you can either use a smaller glass or pour yourself half as much and just work with that um, for a period of time. So that way, um, just kind of visually, it's going to play a little mental trick on yourself and you'll think, oh, this is my glass, you know, take it slow and make it last for however long you need it to. And you're going to decrease your quantity just by doing that. And then the next strategy I want you to think about is to really think about what your choices are. If you enjoy your alcohol, if you want to have a few beverages, that's fine. But think about how they compare. Think about a light beer versus a heavier beer versus a wine versus a cocktail versus a really crazy sugary kind of off the chart kind of cocktail. They all, they're going to differ. I'm not going to go into the specific content of each of those, but I want you to look that up so that you really know what are you taking in if you make those choices, light beer, heavier beer, wine, cocktail, crazy over the top cocktail. If you think about it, like for example, a mudslide or a, um, what are those other ones? White Russian. Um, those, I don't even drink anymore. So this is like really digging into the archives of my brain. Those are, those are my favorites. <laughs> those were my favorites when I used to drink. Um, and they're really, really dense. You know, they've got a lot of add-ins. They've got cream. Some of the mudslides have ice cream in them on top of the alcohol in and of itself. Or some of the other cocktails like a cosmopolitan or, you know, other kinds of really fruity, lemonade kind of things. They're going to have a lot of sugar mixed in on top of the alcohol. So it's really like double, triple, quadruple what you would be getting in another kind of beverage. So Take a look at those in advance. Look up the 
the calorie content, look up the fat content, look up the sugar content in the different drinks that you might be likely to have so that you can go into that decision being fully informed. I'm going to encourage you to to choose wisely, choose the ones that are going to have less sugar, less calories, they're going to be less dense, because then it's, it's not going to create as much damage. And then the, the next strategy I want to talk about is alternating between your alcoholic beverage and the water. Just slow things down. If you're going to, you know, most people like to have a glass in their hand. If you're at some kind of event and other people are drinking, you like to have a glass in your hand. So you can do that, but just alternate with your alcoholic beverage and a water or a seltzer. Um, and you're going to feel like you're still participating, but you're not going to have that steady stream of alcoholic beverage going into your body. And it's going to help you stay hydrated. So you're going to offset some of the effect of the alcohol as you go. What that means is by the end of the night, you're going to feel so much better than you would had you not been drinking water along the way. So it will just help you slow things down, alternate so that overall your consumption will be less. And related to that is just sip slowly, take your time, stretch it out, make, make whatever beverage you're drinking last longer and enjoy it. Just like we talk about mindful eating and putting your fork down in between bites, sip slowly, don't guzzle, don't chug your drink, and then it's going to be gone. Um, and then either you, you have none, you're done with what you allocated, or that you're going to reach for another, and then you're going to double your overall consumption. So just take it slow, take small sips and um, enjoy it, thoroughly enjoy it. And overall, your consumption will be less by the end of the night. All righty. And then the last thing I want to talk about is sharing your plan. I mentioned this briefly, but sharing your plan with other people. So if you are going with a significant other, or if you have a sibling, or if you have a cousin that you're going to be with, let them know what your plan is. and let them know if there's anything you want them to say or do to help you stay on track, provide the roadmap for them. So if you would like them to give you an elbow as you go to pour another drink, if that's going to feel okay to you, then you can invite them to elbow you and just prompt you to slow down and think about that. Or if you want them to verbally say, you know, in a really outright way, like I'm cutting you off, you're done, you had your limit. You can invite them to do that if that's what would be helpful for you. But A lot of times other people don't know what it is that's going to be helpful for you. So they may not know if you want them to say something or not. So that's why you can set yourself up for success by making your own plan, deciding how you want to handle the night, share it with someone trusted, and also be specific about how you want them to support you throughout the night. Do you want them to just nudge you quietly? Do you want them to say very publicly that you're being cut off or just kind of say, pull you aside, remind you what your goal was? Maybe you want to come up with a signal so it won't be obvious to everyone else what you're talking about, but they can just signal you and remind you about what you said your goal was. So have that conversation. Think about what's going to feel okay, what's not going to piss you off um, and share that with someone so that they can be an ally, like an accountability partner while you're at that event. You could also set reminders on your phone, have an alarm that goes off and, and just reminds you of what it is that you're working on, whether it's just words that say, remember, you only wanted to have two drinks tonight, or whether you want to write a little bit more of a paragraph about why that's important to you, or maybe you want to share a picture, send a picture to yourself, remind you whether it's an outfit you're trying to fit into, 
or maybe it's how you want to feel the next day. Maybe you want to wake up and you want to go for a run. You want to walk outside. You want to get to an exercise class. Send yourself a picture of that. that Remind you, you want to be clear-headed, hydrated, feeling great. So you can get up the next day and have another great day and not derail yourself for a second day because of what happened on that holiday event. All right, there you have it. Some tips for managing alcohol consumption over the holidays. I hope it helps. I always would love to hear what your thoughts are, how it went, successes, challenges. I always would love to chat. Find me on social media. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you back next week. Hello friends, it's Carol Perlman coming on to say hello and thank you so much for listening. I hope you've been enjoying these episodes as much as I've enjoyed creating them for you. I wanted to make sure you knew about a special program that is currently being offered on my website. If you go to www.healthy4lifebycarolperlman.com, you'll see more information about my current time management classes. If you follow me on social media, if you listen to my podcast, you know that I believe time management is behind almost every single one of your goals. And the more you can perfect your skills in time management, the more successful you're going to be in reaching your goals. I have created what I believe is a really outstanding class. I've been studying time management for years. I've been perfecting my own system and I've been teaching others for almost 15 years now. I created an online course, a 21-day habit formation course that is now available to you. They, quote unquote, they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. And I find that that is often time the case. So go look on the website, healthyforlifebycarolperlman.com, and you will see current offerings. I have several different time management classes for specific audiences. But the general one is just the It's About Time, Time Management class. You'll see all the details there. You'll see the upcoming start date. And there's always the opportunity to buy the workbook and complete the course as a self-paced course and take it at your own speed. It's one exercise a day. All you need to commit is 10, maybe 15 minutes a day. Step by step, you will create new habits that last a lifetime for better time management. Check it out. And I hope to see you in one of the classes. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you love today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.